0: Sunday, June 19th, 2022 is observed as Father's Day across the world. It's a day of honoring fatherhood and the parental bond that they could make along with moms on the face of this earth. They are not just only taking care of their families, but they are also influencing the community and the society. This morning I believe that you would appreciate, you better appreciate what fathers do for your family. Fathers certainly play a very significant role in the lives of the families. I mean, none of us are here if if our father would not have come to existence on the face of this earth. We're all here today because there is someone who is known as our father, I mean we have our heavenly father, an earthly father, and he and mom, they gave birth to us, that's the reason we are here today, otherwise even we are not here. So this morning we have all the reason to remember and bless them and to thank God for their lives. But unfortunately when the fathers don't play their role well in the church, yeah it's in the church too in in the family and mothers and children they get affected fathers at times they make direct influence on their sons and daughters fathers teach important skills like confidence respecting others being kind to their children and various other qualities fathers bring into the family in the ancient days even today in some of the cultures father is considered as the protector and provider and the disciplinarian of the family How many of your fathers disciplined you maybe kids yeah Good. okay we are all kids right yeah yeah No your father don't discipline you Yes okay okay so father has a role in our lives he brings discipline into the family. I mean, it's good, at times, you know, it's good, good to go back to those good old days. Right? And listening to the father, what he says, and, you know, get growing under his supervision, under his observation, as he corrects us, as he nurtures us, as he takes us around and spends time with us. I'm talking about ancient fathers i wish today's fathers do the same thing because we have children our children they need that too one of god one of our godhead is known as father our god himself is known as father you know, all through the scriptures and you know, there are many times we see the word father coming repeatedly often god plays a great deal of importance to fathers to the role of fathers the role that fathers play on the face of this earth, especially with families. So, Bible says, fathers who fear the Lord are greatly admired, greatly honored, and they are greatly blessed on the face of this earth. Today, as you listen, something you may be thinking, either maybe about your father, your own father, who is still alive, or maybe he is already gone. Or you yourself may be a father of children, or you may be a future father. You know, somewhere we are all linked to our father. If you don't have anybody to call on the face of this earth as father, we have our heavenly father. We have our heavenly father. Father is a name that brings value, that brings so much of significance in the lives of all of us. I'm sure all of us come into existence through a father. Through a father. I remember the moment I heard the news that my father took his last breath because my younger brother was there at that moment. I didn't cry, but I knelt down and I thanked God for my father who brought me into existence. In every one of our lives, God ordained or appointed a father to bring offsprings into existence. So fathers play a very significant role in all of our lives. So today I want to highlight some of the blessings that God bestowed upon fathers in Psalm 128. So if you have your bibles you can go to Psalm 128. So as I'm talking about fathers don't get angry with me and mothers and children we are I want all of you to listen to the sermon. Amen. Are you with me? All right. Psalm 128, blessed is the man or blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. Even though Psalmist starts saying that blessed is everyone, but then he is straight away narrowing it down to fathers. Verse 2, when you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy and it shall be well with you. Verse 3, your wife shall be like a fruitful wine in the very heart of your house. Your children like olive plants all around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion. And may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. So this morning I would like to title my sermon as Father's Blessings. Can you say that with me? Father's blessings so this psalm is one of the song of essence written keeping men or father in mind let's let's go back to verse one verse one let's read together blessed is everyone who fears the lord who walks in his ways those who fear the lord those who walk according to the ways of god god has a special place in his heart you know, when we fear God, God honors our, our lives. When we walk in His ways, you know, God brings those blessings that the Word of God is talking about in our lives. There's a reason why we need that blessing in our lives. I, I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Well, let's go to verse 2. Verse 2 says, when you eat the labor of your hands, can you read together? You shall be happy and it shall be well with you. A happy livelihood. That's what this scripture is promising to all of us. A happy livelihood. It's not promised that you shall live at ease. It's not said that you will live without pain. But it says you shall live with the labor of your hands. Can you say labor? it's tough it's intense psalmist says that you shall live you shall eat the labor of your hands and then you shall be happy and it shall be well with you again as psalmist is talking about 128 he is narrowing it down to fathers and men when psalmist says the labor of your hands men are not expected to sit idle can I hear an amen yeah, I, I'm, I know all the women are now happy. They are saying, Amen. I'll repeat that again, and I'll be in trouble. I may be in trouble. Men are not expected to sit idle. Can I hear an Amen? amen. Hmm, see, look at that. Idle life is miserable. It's not that we don't want to sit idle. Idle life is miserable, and it's uncomfortable life. At times, you know, we get a guilty conscience in our lives if we don't do what we are expected to do. Are you with me? right so at times we get that guilty feeling if you're not doing what we are expected to do having a job to do having an employer having a workplace is a blessing from God not everyone has and you if you have a job if you have an employer if you have a place to work if something is bringing you blessings or reward of your labor We should be happy. That's such a great blessing of God. Your labor, your hard work, your sweat, you are staying late, and the way your shoulder responsibilities, and the way you are taking risks, God looks at everything. God honors. Because otherwise, word of God would not have said that your labor, you eat the labor of your hand. It doesn't say that you eat borrowing money from somebody else. You You don't eat by standing in the streets and begging, but you eat with the labor of your hand you succeed in your job and let the job bring happiness to you when we go to job oh my god again monday morning you know i need to, i'm not sure how i'm going to spend the rest of the week in my life there are so many missed things i'm frustrated i'm disappointed remember those times when we don't have work you come to God and you pray, Lord, I need a job. But now, when we get the job, we have another complaint. What is that complaint? The workload is too heavy. I'm always busy. Is there something wrong with God? So that He gave the job to you? No. It's we. We make the mess. We are the one we asked for the job. We prayed for, and many people prayed for us. But now we complain, saying that the workload is heavy. Do your work, labor of your hands. Let's read the scripture again, if you can put that again to verse 2. When you eat the labor of, hello men, when you eat the labor of your hands, God expects us to work hard. He wants us to work hard. I really honor, I really thank for those who spend your time working, not just sitting idle at home. But Bible says because of your work let the blessing come to you today many times we work hard but we are unable to eat the blessings that work brings on our lives I want you to listen to me this morning at times you know dealing with certain sicknesses certain diseases may not allow us to eat what we want to eat we need God's blessings even to eat well. Do you know that? If you don't have God's blessings, your intestine is not going to work. If you don't have God's blessings, the food that you eat is not going to digest. We need God's blessings in every touch, every moment of our lives. And the Bible says, when we fear the Lord and take care of God's work, God will bless you when you take care of God's work Bible says God will not blow it away how many of us feel that we go to work and our salary gets deposited and in two days and three days everything is gone I have seen people coming and telling I mean that's their prayer request we both work hard brother but second day third day we don't have anything to spend when my kids come and ask me Mama I need this I need that I'm unable to help because I don't have anything. And I asked them how much you get how much is your salary and, and he says I get around $3,500 and how much you get I get around $4,000 and how much you get total as a family we get around $8,000 and where the money goes we don't know. And I wish I could direct them to Haggai chapter 1 verse 9. Shall we read that chapter uh, that verse together? Haggai chapter 1 verse 9. You looked for much, but indeed it came too little. Do you have the scripture? It, it it came little. Can you read it together? And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? Says the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is in ruins, while every one of you runs to his own house. You know, God has a problem here most of the time we are the one who have having problem but here god has an issue what is that issue god is saying you don't really care about my work you don't really care about my house you don't really care about my people and you work and you bring it to home and what god says i will blew it away so until now, you may be thinking, you know, the money is maybe the debtors are taking the money away. Or you may be thinking, it's a devil, you know, you pray in the name of Jesus, devil, you cannot touch my money. You cannot touch the income that is coming into my house in Jesus' name. You may be thinking that, read the scripture again, Haggai chapter 1 verse 9. You looked for much, but indeed it came to little you expected you have eight thousand but you have only hundred dollars in balance it came to a little and when you brought it home i blew it away don't we serve this god yes or no we serve this god but god says i will blew it away why when we don't give to god are you with me when we don't give to God, you know, we don't often speak about giving, but it, that's the reason often we remind you it's important to give your offerings and tithes to God. It's not that we want, it's not that we, we you know, we are we, we want to give. We are expected to give. God expects us to give so that God can bless us. You know, it's a real thing when you take the one-tenth that comes in your family and take that and put it away, and who should take that and share you? Fathers when you take it and put it away you see God extending the reminding for the remaining months I have seen it in my life and I'm sure you can we have witnesses here that's the reason it's important we will be able to eat the labor of our hands when your monthly salary comes when we feel that in few days nothing is left there is something there is a hole in your family and that hole needs to be fixed how can we fix according to Haggai chapter 1 verse 9 Take care of God's work. Take care of God's work. Send it to missionaries. And you know, whatever you want to give, you'll give to God so that God's name be glorified. God's kingdom will be built. Make sure God is not blowing it away. Make sure God is not blowing it away. But if you're not faithful in our tithes, I'm sure God is the one who is blowing it away. Try that you'll see the blessing of God verse 3 let's go to Psalm 128 verse 3 your wife shall be like a fruitful wine in the very heart of your house your children like olive plants all around the table the promise of God on the one who fears the Lord secondly the psalmist is talking about abundance in relationship can you say that with me abundance in relationships you know wives and children are very much under man's care they are the, they are the man's delights we enjoy we rejoice over our families that's how God is ordained do you remember the ordinance of Christian home I want to take you there for a moment Colossians chapter 3 verses 18 to 21 you may not like me but you need to res- listen to me Because it's from the scripture. Colossians chapter 3, verses 18 through 21. Can you read? Can we read together, wives? Submit to your own husbands as it fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter towards them. Verse 20, children, obey your parents in all things. For this is well-pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged a beautiful instruction children are you listening to me there's a beautiful instruction in the word of God for each one of us wives submit husbands love children obey fathers do not go and irritate your children have you come across how many times you irritate your child and he or she will be okay for a few minutes after that what do? right she does that she does that right she does that she can't handle it because scripture says do not provoke them to anger otherwise they'll get angry they'll talk all sort of things and then you cannot there's no point you coming and asking god god change my child now god will tell you you need to change according to Colossians chapter 3 not your child bible clearly says do not provoke your children let's talk about vice Bible says, your wife shall be like a fruitful wine. Bible doesn't talk about the wine that is spreading as an ornamental wine. Have you come across that? The wine is spread out everywhere on the wall, but you can't see any fruit. It's so beautiful from outside. The wine is so beautiful. It's just an ornamental kept for decoration. Psalmist doesn't talk about that wife. Shall we read verse three again? Your wife shall be like a fruitful wine virtuous women Proverbs 31 talks about virtuous women you know wine is very weak have you ever been to vineyard no nobody can I see some hands have you ever been I think you should make a trip from the church to go to vineyard and see wine Bible talks about wine so much and the wine is very weak if it bends, it will break after some time. And Bible says you know, wise women are weaker vessels. Wine is weak. It's a tender plant, but you know what? It's a valuable plant. It needs to be cared for. It needs to be cherished apart. It need to be, needs to be supported. And where is this fruitful wine located? Now we need to read the scriptures clearly. Where is this fruitful wine located? Can you go back to the scripture again can you read with me and tell me where is it located your wife shall be like a fruitful wine in the very heart of your house word of god is talking to man and it says your wife shall be a fruitful woman wine in the very heart of your house and your children like olive plants wife need to be found in the house not in the father's house, in the husband's house, that's what scripture says. Bible wants us to take all the efforts to protect our marriage. It's important that our marriage need to be protected. It's important that we, re- we try to remain under the marriage covenant. I'm not saying that it's always possible. Let's try. We need to try to the extent possible. I am trying. I'm sure all of you are trying. We need to give importance to it and maintain it. But in some reason, if we cannot do it, that's okay. That's okay, God knows. But we need to try. We need to try our level best. We need to work towards it. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart. We need to spend time, take time. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart. And your children, like all you plants, even though children are growing up wild, by nature, they are wild. There is nothing good in them. But remember, if you fear the Lord, they are grafted into the cultivated olive tree. That's what scripture says. Shall we read Romans chapter 11 verse 17? And if some of the branches were broken off, and you being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them. That means, another scripture says, cultivated olive tree. And with them became a partner of the root and fatness of the olive tree you know because you fear the lord because as parents you fear the lord children even though they go away from god but eventually they will come back to god you know i really appreciate and honor parents who are able to bring your children to the church in nowadays if your ch- children are at home it's a great blessing i mean we don't expect them to be there with you all the time but as they grow up in their early time if they are with you living with you it's such a great blessing If they're around you, it's such a great blessing. Still is such a great blessing for parents. If the children come and pray with you, there is nothing like that. How many of parents experience that? Children coming along and praying with you? There is nothing like that if your children are with you in prayer. And if your children come to church along with you, and as as long as they live with you, if your children are able to come along with you to church... You must be a king or a queen. It's such a great blessing to have them around. Have you ever realized? We don't really think about all these things. We don't really realize all these things. What a blessing to have them around. They're not going to be with you for a long time. They're going to go away. They're going to go away. But when they are there with you, you need to be thankful to God. Parents love their children to be around their table. Psalm is saying that Let your children be like olive trees around, sitting around the table. Job in his later life, lifetime. He remembered his former days and he wrote this. Shall we read that in Job chapter 29 verse 5. Job was saying, when the almighty was at with me, when my children were around me. He remembers that good old days when children were surrounding him. Olive tree. Having a great has a great value and great importance in the word of God. In the ancient world olive olives are used very much essential they are very much used as a source of oil as a source of food for that matter they are used as a lamp oil they are used as an anointing oil they are used in sacrifices and their olive plants wood when it becomes a tree the wood is also used for furnitures in your family when god has given you children they are such a great blessing they are there to bless you they are there to bring blessings to your family in this world today I want you to listen to me for a few more minutes and then we get into a time of prayer in this world today once children are gone away from our houses we see in the world today many fathers will see them again in the prison in the prison when they move out of their house many fathers they will see them again in the prison if not many fathers will meet them again in the alcohol detox rehab centers that's the type of world that we are living in but the children when you fear the lord when you know the lord when you come to church when you follow the lord when you bring try to bring your children along with you to the church they are nurtured in the word of god they are grafted into the cultivated olive tree and you know what the blessing they will never get into that, God will bring them back. Even if they fall, God will take care of them. God, once you have given them in the hands of God, God is going to take care of them. But for anything, everything to happen, you need to walk uprightly. You need to follow God, you need to fear God. And children need to see that you fear God. Not just by inwards, but in action. Not just at church, even at home. If we put a remote Secret microphone in your kitchen What do I hear and the same thing God hears? That's important and children. They see that model the role model and they try to follow Let's read verse 5 and 6 quickly the Lord bless you out of Zion and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life God is talking about heavenly blessings coming upon ordinary people like us and finally yes, May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Finally, promised long life. It's a promise of God that God fearing men shall not die prematurely. That doesn't mean that those who have died prematurely, they are not godly men. That's, that, I'm not trying to tell that. But I'm, what I'm trying to tell for us, those who are alive today, it's, it's important that we walk godly so that you know, our life is prolonged. Our life is kept to enjoy the comforts of racing generations. That's why we are alive on the face of this earth. You know, fathers, as they become older, as they start having gray hair, you know, we all say that the wisdom is increasing. Right? As we have gray hair, the gray hair, when I mean if at all we have hair, the gray hair, then wisdom is increasing. Bible also says it's a glory and it's an honor, it's a respect. But at times we are worried because along with the gray hair, there comes health issues, various health conditions, and we are worried. But God's word says. You will see your children and children's children. It's a promise of God. You know, God wants us to hold on to those promises. We don't need to worry about how long we are going to live on the face of this earth. All that we need to do is fear God and not fear health conditions. But fear God, that's what the word of God says. We need to do, of course, we need to take care of our health. We need to do exercise, eat properly, and all those things we need to do. But our life is in the hands of God. He's going to take care of us. Let's read a couple of scriptures and close. Proverbs 17, 6 says, Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children is their father. You know, the word of God places father in the great importance, in a great place. And we need to honor as children, as wives, we need to give, we need to respect, we need to give the honor that is due for them. David says in Psalm 37 verse 25, I have been, can you read the scripture together, beautiful scripture. I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. You know, such a great honor and blessing comes upon those who fear the Lord. Both the parents, when they walk uprightly in fear of the Lord, God blesses us. Psalm 91 verse 16, the well-known psalm says, With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Isaiah 46:4 says, Even to your old age, I am he, and even to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made, and I will bear, even I will carry, and will deliver you that's the Word of God that's the Word of God fathers are such a great blessings in the Word of God and to our families fathers who do do fear the Lord they enjoy great blessings in their lives they eat the labor of their hands their wives are, are like wine spreading around their house bringing fruits in season children are Even though they are wild olive trees, because they are born in your house, and they are grafted into the cultivated olive tree, and their future is going to be taken care of by God, and God is going to bless them. And we will be blessed as parents to see long life, to see our children, and our children's children. But the condition is, we need to fear God. Shall we all arise this morning as we close?